What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Fuck off. I know. I no, wish I had recorded. Fuck off, fuck off. I wish I had recorded. Well, no, yeah, that means it's like sentimentally, like from the heart. Fuck I off. I wish I had recorded the fact that you can dish it out but can't take it. That would have been beautiful for the air. But no, I didn't record that. I did record the rest of it, though. Uh. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish Greg DeMarco Show best in all his future endeavors. It is a Wednesday morning for those of you listening, which means it's Tuesday night for those of us here on the Babyface Heel Podcast. The Babyface Heel Podcast, because there's two sides to every storyline. I am the heel, I being Greg DeMarco, Patrick O'Dowd is the babyface, and Miranda Morales is stuck in the middle, forced to be the referee, the peacekeeper, the tweener, and free to choose sides as she wishes this, of course, show is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find over at, at your favorite website. Well, it's thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Follow the website at Chairshot Media on all forms of social media. Of course, that's your home for all things pro wrestling and so much more. It's sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. You can't go wrong with the stuff that we put out on a daily basis over at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. My name is Greg DeMarco. Of course, you can find me on all of your forms at social media or on social media at Chairshot Greg or at social media on Chairshot Greg, but that doesn't really work 
now does it. So we'll, we'll fix that. Uh, of course, this show is part of the ChairShot.com and the ChairShot Radio Network, but it's also streaming, not streaming worldwide. Well, I guess it is streaming worldwide, Patrick O'Dowd, just not in the way that we remember. And it is streaming on all of your favorite platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Go out there, like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about our shows so they can enjoy them just as much as you do. I mentioned Patrick O'Dowd. He's been here since day one-ish. He, he's, he's sadly no longer uh, involved in the NCAA tournament. He also denounced his fandom of the Chicago Bears and is now an Arizona Cardinals fan um, because, I, I don't know, because they used to be in Chicago. I'm not sure why he picked the Arizona Cardinals, to be honest with you. But he is on the Twitter, at Wrestling Realist. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. It's the newest member, the president of the Arizona Cardinals fan club, the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd. JJ Watt for life. Yes, that's, that's right. <laughs> and you his, went and from his a team four games of play before he gets injured. You went from a team that overpaid for a quarterback in a draft to a team that overpaid the for an aging defensive lineman in free agency. It's okay. And here's here's the thing: they at least they at least made an effort. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for your Chicago Bears, once rumors circulated about potentially being involved in either Deshaun oh God, Watson that was so or Russell ridiculous. Wilson, there was nothing they could do to make people happy. No, any no. Andy Dalton or otherwise was going to make anybody happy. Well, but this is not really offered the farm for, they offered the farm for Russell Wilson, but and, he's not going and anywhere. it failed. Russell it Wilson's sucked. not going anywhere. Deshaun Watson we went know. from highly coveted to untouchable. So it, it's, there's yeah. no, there's no dodge way that, that bullet. Oh yeah. He'll, he'll play again in like week six of this year. He'll, he'll sit out and play and, He'll be fine, and, and that that situation just worked itself out. Um, yeah, Phil Cardinals. Is Jake Plummer still the quarterback? Is Jake, no. Jake Plummer still with us? No, he plays handball now. He plays team handball. <laughs> Does he? And, Good for him. Yes. So so don't uh, don't worry about old Jake Plummer. No, Ky- Kyler Murray you know, is your quarterback. You know, I don't team. think that Jake Plummer still. Plays, I do right? know that. I, yes. I, no, I was I was checking with Miranda because she reacted very strongly to the no, he doesn't still. No, play. I just <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was just funny. Because as someone who grew up a Cardinals fan, she hasn't thought of the name Jake Plummer in a decade. So that's why she thought it was funny. Uh, so anyway, that's Patrick O'Dowd. So sports, sports, not his, his favorite thing right now. Still his favorite thing, but they were not kind to him over the past few days. And, and cruel he, mistress. he told me to shush on, 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 a, on the text <laughs> because I pointed out. I was the, in the, the middle of grieving during the podcast. I know. Sir. I listen to I listen to bandwagon nerds and you're like fucking Demarco texting me. <laughs> it's great. I make an appearance on podcasts that I'm not on all the time. It's a great thing. I'm just saying I was real. I was much nicer to you about your Hokies than, than you were to me about my Illini. Well, mine weren't a one seed that some people had picked. To That's win true. All. Mine were a ten seed who was actually ranked right 25th going into the tournament, but didn't play a game. Only played three games since the first of February. So, yeah, it's. It's just a weird time. Just a weird time indeed. And, well, I mean, look, our team's made it to the tournament, got bounced. Miranda's team can't even spell tournament. So we're, uh, we're, we're not, not anywhere worrying about the NCAA tournament on this program at all. So that's the – They, they make it to the tournament. They're just self-sanctioned. It's just the sanctions. Sean Miller's just lucky he's not in prison. To Sean Miller should be coaching 
no one at any time. A rec, a rec league, in not a even lie. a rec league. Like, like he should be like he should have been not coaching. He's thinking the stars. He's not in prison. Yes, yes, he is, and and isn't everyone else? So, so that's your basketball. By the way, the voice that you heard that wasn't Greg Demarco, Patrick O'Dowd. Well, that's Miranda Morales, and you can follow her on the Instagram or the Facebook, but not the Twitter. Because she is the Twitterless heroine. She is at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out for the ring announcer to the stars, the queen of soft style, the most professional broadcaster, I say with a smirk, yes. Miranda Morales. Hello. Yes. Here, yes. here we are again. Wild card, bitches! And that's I'm just casting. sad I have to wait for two years for the XFL. I th- I thought 2021 was going to be the year, but now we have to wait, what, 2022, 23? It's not official. Yeah, well, I don't think 2021 was ever going to happen. But I, I no, think it still happened in 2022. It basically all hinges on when the merger with the CFL happens because that's got to be the direction they're going. And mm-hmm. I think that's best for everybody, to be honest with you. Um, the, the The Canadian purists be damned. You know, maybe the XFL will, 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 you know, I think American fans could deal with three down football better than Canadian fans can deal with four down football. I think there's a compromise in there somewhere. I really do. And because I read an article about the, my, my phone loves to suggest articles. In fact, that's going to be the topic, uh, a phone suggested article is going to be the topic on Chair Shot Radio later. Um, which if you're listening to this show has already aired, but uh, we'd still record in the same order that you listen. And um, and, and because I read an article about the XFL, now it seems to suggest articles about the CFL to me all the time. I am an avid reader of Third Down Nation, which is apparently, or Three Down Nation, which is like the foremost expert website on the CFL. So I could tell you all about the Argonauts, the Rough Riders, the other Rough Riders, and, and so much more in the, the CFL. So. Three Downs? That's ridiculous. Is it though? I don't know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's why America, we want more. That's why we always want more. Do they, do they still let yeah. the uh, wide receivers run up on the line of scrimmage? I, I think so. Yeah, I think they still do that. I so. love that. Can we get that in American football? Didn't the XFL allow that? The XFL did, but that's yeah. that's not existing right now. So can we bring it? Can we bring it to the no fun league? It, the XFL is existing as much as the CFL is right now. Neither of them had a season. At least no, the XFL I know. tried. But, but since but since oh, neither yeah. exist. Neither exist. Let's let's move it over to the NFL to the mm. No Fun League, as you like to say, Greg. I didn't and say that. I've never called it the No Fun League. You absolutely have called it the No I've Fun League. We've known no each fun. other for decades. Oh, we need to take um, it to the tape. What tape? No tape. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure there's well, no if tape. Patrick Greg says and I it exists. There's a tape. Wait, what do you take me for? I think I'm re- I'm afraid I've got some bad news. There's lots of good sound bites for this. Nice try, though. You have definitely called it. Maybe I, I don't know. Look, me. if That's I have, I have. We've known if, each other for how fucking long, and you're going to act like in all our years? Years ago, when I would inspect life. cars for a living, when you go into a body shop, basically anybody who looked like they were younger than the age of 57, the, the owner of the body shop was immediately like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't have enough experience. They'll right. kick you out, whatever. So I was taught early Mark. on to, to go into a body shop and, and basically when they ask you how long you've been doing this, just like when you ask me how long you have we been friends, the correct answer is far too long. So that's 
That's what I would always say. How long have you been looking at cars? Too long, man. Just walk right by them and go look at the car. So, yeah, it's, it's a weird group of people. Plumbers, body shop owners. They're very passionate about what they do. Dog owners. Dog very, catchers. Very passionate about what they, about what they do. It's funny you went with dog owners and I was like dog catchers. I was ready to send them to like a shelter. You were. You put were. them in a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. That's right. Where she all sings those all are sad. So sad in the arms of you look an at the angel. puppy, it's all shivering in the freaking cage, and you're all like, Well, then you end up spending like a dollar every month for a dog you never own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do, Patrick O'Dowd. Yes, you do. Oh my goodness! We should do a show at some point. I think. I think we uh, we should we should just go. Should we though? At this point, I mean, this yeah. is just banter. This is, we, we should. I have stuff planned. I I have stuff planned. But before we do any, oh of that, okay, Mister Planner. Both texts. It's a hell of That's a plan. Right. That's what we've done the past <laughs> three weeks, and these shows have been Two efficient, texts. well run, and and for and and for for your for your knowledge, Patrick O'Dowd, there was like four texts about it between Miranda and myself because well we got like three different shows to plan. So yeah, I mean okay. And I actually assumed the topic we're going to talk about, she was going to want to talk about, but she didn't. So I was like, okay, we're going to talk about it. So it just all worked out very, very well. You know what? That's how we plan these shows. Would you just, would you just freaking tell me to wind it up already so I can wind it up? And so you can sell some t-shirts, some freaking yes. t-shirts, some sharks okay. with freaking laser beams on their freaking foreheads. Freaking. <laughs> all right, Greg, with that, it's time to wind it up. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to purchase your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Yes, if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot there, you're going to find over 25 different t-shirt designs all in the support of the chair shot.com. Lots of great designs, colors, and styles for you to choose from. That includes the hashtag save tag team wrestling t-shirt uh the queen of soft style t-shirt and of course everybody hates greg on top of that you also have some t-shirts in support of several chair shot uh shows such as bandwagon nerds and a winner is you so make sure you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot t-shirts start at $19.99 but hey if you spend a few extra dollars you can treat yourself an upgrade to a soft style t-shirt which you're worth so go ahead and spend that money Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Do it today. Do it now. We got your back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania! Hey folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on TheChairShot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday only on the Chair Shot Radio Network. 
And on a future edition of Mania Madness, they will cover WrestleMania 37, which, by the way, is not being held in front of 45,000 people like we talked about last week on this very program. They were listening, and they immediately reduced capacity because of Patrick O'Dowd's concerns down to 25,000. Mm-hmm. Good from job, From 75% Pat. down to 36%. So, well done, good sir. You, you made thank a you. difference. Thank you. I, I thank you for, for listening. No, WWE. they should be thanking you. I appreciate you. that. Uh, well, but I, I like to, it's good to, it's good to know that you were listened to. And so I'm, I'm expressing my gratitude. By the way, did you see the Joker who then thought he was flexing on the WWE when he showed that he had to like wave suing them for going? Yes, as the waivers. Not, they also, that I feel and, like they listened to the show because they also knew that we knew there was going to be waivers involved. As, as if, as if that's an actual flex and not something that you have to take on every time you buy a ticket to any event that you've ever had to take on ever. But because it was the WWE and they made it known. Yeah. Well, guy. that was internet wrestling news. I hate news. the IWC. I'm, the waiver so was internet angry. wrestling news. And, and it sucked right. because, yeah, you always waive liability whenever you purchase tickets on the back mm-hmm. of the ticket. They just right. updated wording and made it more prevalent because yep. of COVID. Yep. Like, that's just They just made the right. font size bigger. Boom. Yeah, which they should do anyway. So No, no, no. The awesome. WWE is evil and trying to cover stats. That's what it I was. I guarantee you, you waive your liability or you waive your rights to liability, whatever, when you go to an AEW taping in Jacksonville. No, Cody Rhodes cares about us, man. <laughs> it's about the fans. Tony Khan is a genius. He was Booker of the Year, man. Oh, God. And owner of the year. He loves us. Okay. Hold on. Let me get my... I need to get my... Okay. Uh, I need to get my bit. I need to get my uh, my headgear back in. Awesome! I came to the game. There's a place to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. Okay. That's how I feel about everything that you just talked about. I don't disagree with you. I just... That's how I feel about it. <laughs> but we're going to talk about... The actual greatest wrestling company in the entire world. The one that is indisputable, undefeated, king of wrestling promotions because, you know, we talked about it on multiple shows. I don't know if people remember this, but in the last month, they signed their third billion dollar contract with an outside entity. Billions with a B. Sinking billions ship, of man. dollars. Yeah, sinking ship. Yeah. <laughs> going ship. down. It's all, it's all, all falling apart. Because McMahon is a billionaire who should be a trillionaire. Yes. CM Miranda. Yes. Vince McMahon is a billionaire who should be a trillionaire. And when he becomes a trillionaire, we'll call him something else that he should be because that's just the way the world works. However, that sinking ship is presenting its granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Later in the month of April, a two-night event, April 10th and April 11th. And now that Fastlane is behind us, things are starting to take shape for WrestleMania. And we are going to talk about one of the matches that was made official this past Monday night on Raw. As the highest grossing merchandise seller in all of 2021 for all of WWE, who has four of the top five pieces of merchandise, one through four actually, number five being Roman Reigns, Bad Bunny will go one-on-one with former two-time WWE champion, former two-time Money in the Bank briefcase holder, two-time Grand Slam winner, The Miz, at night one of WrestleMania 37. And I want to get thoughts on this and, and just thoughts on everything, dealing with The Miz, dealing with Bad Bunny. 
from you guys, and we'll talk through it a little bit and, and what it means and where we are as we kind of head through uh, head through this little topic. So, Patrick O'Dowd, thoughts on the Miz and the Bunny? Not the AEW Bunny, AEW fans, but but the actual bad Bunny, Patrick O'Dowd. But you left out. You left off future Hall of Famer, by the way. I'm sorry, future uh, Hall yeah. of Famer, bad bunny. Celebrity, yeah, celebrity winner. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it is actually a pair of future Hall of Famers yes. uh, heading in there. That's right. Because you know damn well I, bad I mean, bunny's going to that Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, totally. In fact, that's probably, you, you know, they probably were, go in this who, year. Who is going to be the celebrity wing this year? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the match we all expected, right? Like when bad bunny came onto the scene and was immediately being paired with the Miz in every which way and every interaction that he was doing. Like this was all about setting up the WrestleMania match with the Miz. And I think Greg, you were the one who said it first. So, you know, nod to you for the most utterly predictable match in, in WrestleMania history. And it's going to be the most talked about match in WrestleMania outside of the wrestle out of outside of the wrestling fans like this is the thing that's going to make the news this is the thing that people are going to pay attention to and for people who were being jackals and were like who this dude has been on tv every fucking day mm -hmm. for the last year like and, and i mean he was at the you know he was winning grammys he was on set like literally after people were bitching about him being on wrestling shows he was on saturday night live like, Wearing the twenty four seven championship, dude, yeah, right. The dude is one thousand percent legit, one thousand percent going to be the most talked about part of WrestleMania outside of the circle of you know your little bubble, the little IWC bubble, right? Which is going to watch no matter what happens. So, right, uh, really not that. Important. It's not for you. It's not for you exactly, Miranda. Any surprises for you that? This is this is Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny's wrestling at WrestleMania. I mean, you know, ever since he walked out at the Royal Rumble and, and even before, I think we all kind of saw this coming, and now here we are. Uh, there's no surprise other than I think there was a little bit of a thought process that we were going to get a tag match with Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny teaming with Damian Priest um, against Miz and Morrison. That would make a lot of sense um, as far as being able to tag with more of an experienced wrestler. And again, it's, it's storyline they've been building to it. And um, maybe that's still in the works. But it also makes it wonder if if it wasn't, why would have they not just announced it as is at like that? So that's the only thing that caught me by surprise, um, just that it's a one on one match. Um, it has been reported that Bad Bunny has been training, but even then, you know, to the caliber of that, not very long. The Miz is great technically; he's going to be able to. Uh, carry that match but still a, a tag match would have been a nicer way i think to accentuate the positives and hide the negatives um but you know i think as patrick is absolutely right mainstream wise this is going to get coverage everywhere which is exactly what wwe wants it's world wrestling entertainment they like being on e-news they like being on all of you know uh, the the regular news streams. They like being on all these different social media sites. Like they don't want to be just in the wrestling circles. They want that mainstream attention. 
So that's how you do it by bringing in, and this is also an international. So think about too, all of the Latin news stations because you know, Bad Bunny's Puerto Rican. So Telemundo is gonna cover it, Univision, Wapa, you know, all of that. They're all of those Spanish stations as, as well. So that also then covers you know, an international audience. It just makes sense. And you have a huge international star willing to do this, willing to be on TV. I also think that, you know, again, as, as wrestling fans want to ignore the things that they bitch and talk about all the time, Bad Bunny's been on TV consistently. He missed shows here and there for Saturday Night Live and the Grammys, but he's been there more consistently on TV than some people were when they were champion. I love Brock Lesnar. You know, he's he's been there building this. He didn't just have these one-offs. He's been on TV consistently. So uh, it this makes sense financially. It makes sense for publicity. And it's against the right person, The Miz, who his whole career is based off of, you know, entertainment and reality television. Patrick O'Dowd, we heard an alarm go off. What is Bruce Pritchard? Or what does Conrad Thompson say to Bruce Pritchard when an alarm goes off when they're recording something to wrestle? Take your pills. Don't mind if I take do. your pills, Greg. Take your pills. Thank you. Hang on, one pill. I gotta take the other one. There's leukemia time, people. Hey, there we go. So that's that's the, the true hallmark of our old age, by the way, right. is that we we've got our pill schedule. Like, like well, I, I got I got a pill schedule as well. Yeah, no, we do. We definitely do. I mean, that's just part of life now. I, I had a doctor's appointment today. I haven't even told you guys. Work's been so crazy. I haven't even told you guys. We're going to give everybody a medical update. I had a doctor's appointment today. You guys know um, I had the blood work last Friday. Not this past Friday, but the Friday before. Came back, and the white blood cell count was was in, in the normal range for a normal human being. And, and we know where it's supposed to be. And everybody was like, oh, this is amazing. This is great, right? Well, the doctor was like, yep, that's what I expected. Like, he wasn't phased at all because, you know, he does this for a living. And and so now I am officially in this cycle of um, blood work every three months and then seeing the doctor, usually via video. You have to do an EKG once a year because of the, the treatment. And, mm-hmm. and in two to three years, hoping that it goes into what he would consider remission and I go off the, the treatment. So that is the health update. Greg saw the doctor today, took a long lunch, headed over to the doctor's office. And, and yep, doctor, the good, Dr. Shaw, the good doctor over at the Ironwood Cancer Treatment Center, is uh, very happy with how things are, pro- how things are progressing. So that's your, that's your update, everybody. You're getting it before Dig social it. media gets it. You're getting it, all that. So On ad-free shows, to, oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> on your shower. All thanks. To Greg, take your pills because I eight a.m. eight p.m. is when is when Greg takes his eight his, to eight. Eight to eight. I think that's, that's that right. that's that might replace Greg's fault as my favorite hashtag. Hashtag Greg, take your pills. There you go. It's a little long, a little long, okay. but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna work it in worse. there. If you listen to the Pat McAfee show, they got some really long ass hashtags that they get <laughs> trending on the Pat McAfee show. So I want to piggyback on what Miranda was talking about with the tag team match that we all thought was going to happen because Patrick O'Dowd, you were giving me credit and for saying that I predicted this match was going to happen. And I didn't predict this match was going to happen. I predicted it was going well, to be the predicted tag team they were match. Gonna face off. I predicted the tag team match and I still, and, and I'll be honest with you. I think this is a mistake and I think we should get the tag team match. I believe that the tag team match would be the better match. And, and here's the thing. I, I got two different things that I'm going to talk about, but we'll start with the most obvious one. Bad Bunny's eventually going to go away. 
He's not going to be there forever, right? He doesn't need it. He's going to sell t-shirts that say 2032 on them for $115 and or sweatshirts and everyone's going to, and they're going to sell out in hours like they do now. He doesn't need WWE as much as WWE needs him. He's not going to continue to do this uh, for, for a whole long period of time. Damian Priest is right mm-hmm. for as long as he can, even though he's 40 and, and he could have really benefited. Now he'll be involved. Him and John Morrison will obviously be involved in the match. But he could have benefited from being in this match as the tag team partner of Bad Bunny. He was already benefiting from this partnership and friendship with Bad Bunny. And I feel like it's a missed opportunity that could have helped launch whatever years are left in the career of Damian Priest, probably less than five, could have really skyrocketed him to a title opportunity at some point in in the near future. And John Morrison, you know, could have had another Tag team match at WrestleMania involving a celebrity. Wouldn't be the first time, may not even be the last time that John Morrison is involved. You know, this time it's not Snooky, but it could be Bad Bunny, and, and he could be out there having a grand old time doing what he does best, which is, of course, the wrestling. So I think it's a miscalculation, and I actually think it's a mistake, and I think that it would have given Bad Bunny a better chance to shine in spots versus in an entire match. Now, I don't, now I don't discount The Miz. I believe The Miz can carry that match, and I know... Bad Bunny's been training, and I know they will work this thing out ahead of time and have plenty and, and probably have the whole entire thing choreographed. But I think the, the biggest person losing out on all this is Damian Priest. Patrick O'Dowd, what do you think? Do we think this is completely dead and a done deal? I mean, I know that I know like what's happened or you know, yeah. I mean, there's still like a month to go. Like they're doing this. Well, I can't even remember what the name of the the track that they're dropping next week on uh, on him um uh, uh, it was some stupid a, yeah yeah it was they're dressed like, up as bunnies and yeah. bad right yeah bad it's like hey, hey hop hop or something oh yeah, yeah something like, stupid like, yeah um, i um so i do think it's a done I don't deal think, because okay that's okay like if they add daniel bryan to edge versus roman reigns that's a big deal, right? But if you add Damian Priest and John Morrison to The Miz and, and Bad Bunny, yeah. does that really matter? No. Unless you That's think true. you're going to get more mainstream attention by making it a singles match and then dropping it as a tag team match at the very end, maybe. But I don't know. I just don't think it would. I just, I just I didn't know the if there was a scenario out there where. Maybe. And again, it's it'd be you'd have to do the whole like true baby face sort of rescue thing. For like Bad Bunny, you have to take a few to to then have you know be like you know pre he can't do this alone, so he needs you know backup or something like that. And then is that really what Bad Bunny wants to do? Because that's the other thing is you know a lot of this is going to be dictated by how he wants to look. Like see Mayweather, comma Floyd. Um, that's true. So yeah, it was it was just a thought. Like who know who knows what those conversations were. That led into that match, and you're right. I was, I was just trying to be like, you know, it's a month. Maybe right. there's something like this less than a month, it. but you know, there's time. But Three weeks. I don't know. So that was the only thing I think of just trying to salvage that. So Miranda, you were the one who educated everybody on Bad Bunny as we were gearing up for the Royal Rumble and did a whole episode of the hashtag Miranda Show on the Bunny of Badness. Do you think? it might be his call where he might say, no, I want a one-on-one match. Like, does he have that in him to, to, to try to pull that and be like, if you want me, you're getting me in a one-on-one match. This is my one shot and I want it one-on-one. I mean, I don't, 
I mean, if, if he wanted to call that, I guess he could, but I wouldn't see why he would. I don't know. And even just the interviews that both, and I don't know, may, maybe it's, you know, a, a little bit of, of saving face. I don't really know what part of the dynamic is very authentic and what isn't, but already in interviews, uh, Damien Priest has been very open about how he's enjoyed working with bad bunny and they built a good rapport um and so you would think that they would that he would want to have the opportunity to have a tag match i don't think it's going to be taking that much of a spotlight away from him because you're right he still would have some great spots and he would still have time in the ring um i i you know it, it's it's hard for me to say but i would think he if it was truly his call, I don't see why he would just do it all himself. Uh, I think he knows enough too about wrestling to know, um, you know, and appreciate what could happen in a tag match um, and the opportunity to do some great spots without having to be in the match the entire time. That's just my cautious yeah. optimism, though. Who knows? Maybe it he is. is kind of big leaguing it. Right. And and he is a, I want this match at WrestleMania. Because at the end of the day, think about it. He is someone who grew up watching wrestling and has been a fan since he was a kid. So to have an opportunity to say, I wrestled at WrestleMania, you know, that's saying if either any of us got famous enough to do it, and we, you know, we're, somehow had a working relationship with WWE and, you know, in some ways, who wouldn't want to say, I got that match at WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, I agree fully. I, I know, and I know you're trying to be cautiously optimistic, and, you know, he's Puerto Rican, you got to protect him. It's, it's like, you know, Chris Platt talking about any black wrestler on, on Pot is War. It's what happens. But, man, we should, we should have Damian Oi. Priest wrestle Big E and let you and Platt talk about it. Oh, my goodness. The fight that would ensue. <laughs> that would it would be, be amazing. Craig, but, Craig, you've had, like, zero chill today, man. There, like, no, this is, Craig, this is like a take no, no one gets out alive, Craig DeMarco edition. It is a no one gets out alive. Today. This is good. Hey, man, this is, this is, Jeez. I'm the heel. I'm playing the character that's really just me. So Yeah, you're, you're, you're living the gimmick today. Living the gimmick, mm -hmm. that's right. So. Is this, what, is this what the pills did to you? No, <laughs> I wish I could say this. that. Okay. No. Mood swings. That's I was going to say, have you, muscle have, fatigue. how so. long have you been friends with Greg? Are we going right. to, we need to pull that card out right we now. We need to go back just, to that decade plus long friendship when Miranda's been friends with Greg for Coming two and a half and knows already and has known for most of that two and a half. Um, but I, I could see him pulling that card and, and, or even having entered this whole thing with WWE with the end game of a singles match at WrestleMania because of the boyhood dream, because of that. And, and so maybe it was never in the cards. Um, before I get to the second piece of it, which has to do with more with John Morrison and, and it'll go to even Bob Lashley, believe it or not. Any chance that the Miz wins this match, Patrick or down. Wait, wait, yeah. Patrick or down. Yeah. percentage chance, uh, percentage chance that bad bunny loses. That bad bunny loses. 0.038% chance. Okay. Miranda Morales, same question. Um, I'll go a little higher. I'll say uh, 2%. I was going to go higher too. I was going to go like 7 or 8% only because of the inclusion of a possible disqualification. I don't. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. because it's wrestling, right? You can lose a match, especially by disqualification, right. and still be standing tall at the end. And especially at WrestleMania, history will just show who's standing tall at the end, regardless of the result. Right? No one no one can That's fair. Okay, yeah. here's another one for you then. Just came to my head. Thanks to Pat McAfee being the Wrestling Observer Rookie of the Year. Percentage chance Bad Bunny is the 2021 Wrestling Observer Rookie of the Year. Patrick, go down. God. Um, I mean, Pat McAfee won. Voted as voted on yeah. by the readers, the Wrestling Observer. All 10 of them. Um, the man got 350 votes. So don't, you know. So, so 10 people voted 35 yes. times. It's a lot of extra email addresses. <laughs> and there you a go. Lot of password sharing. Uh, 15% because people are stupid. Miranda? I'm going to, my odds are going to be, I'm going to say 1%. There's no way he's going to be rookie of the year for the Wrestling Observer, only because one, those fans don't even like WWE and they I gave feel it to Pat like McAfee. It, well, I think NXT is different. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember who else was the nominees. I don't even care, but like Pat McAfee's performance was actually decent to the point. I'd, Bad Bunnies isn't going to be that great. Like it's not going to be that memorable. You know, uh, I, I respect him, but Miz has a lot of work on his hands. At least Pat McAfee was like surprisingly good. I, that bad bunny is not going to be at that level. Ain't nobody going to entertain that. God, I really hope he just blows your expectations right. out of the water, so that Greg can I play back so you running down your boy. And she, and I know she, show. and I know you hope so too. That's the thing. I, I know you would love it yeah. if he pulled out a Pat McAfee like performance. Which let, let's make sure. I, I, I was going to say we should give all credit to Adam Cole, but I even said on Twitter that Pat McAfee deserves just as much credit for that as Adam Cole does. And we all know how I feel about Adam Cole. I still think there. I'm going 20% chance, only because they voted Pat McAfee, who had two matches, right? And and and. You know, when one of them was a spot festival war games, which those fans love. But um, I do think we could see that same tag match that I was referring to at Raw after Mania. Like, I think mm -hmm. we could get Miz and Morrison against Bad Bunny and Damian Priest at Raw after Mania and still get some of that rub for Damian Priest. And Morrison and Priest will be involved in that match. Like, they will definitely be out there. And pro hopefully he gets to enter with Bad Bunny and be a part of that spectacle. Um, I'm so sad that we didn't get PC Tunney's idea of Bad Bunny, of Damian Priest, and Booker T, because, I mean, come on, mm -hmm. like that's the name of the damn song, against Ms. Morrison and Angel Garza, but obviously not going to happen at this point. So here's where we are. That's what we're going to do. Other I Poor John Morrison. Like, here's the thing, okay? And I put this on Twitter leading up to, to Fastlane. And this is why it also involves Bob Lashley, because poor Bob Lashley. Bob Lashley wins the WWE Championship on Raw over The Miz. Can't even get a defense at Fastlane. Like, and that's my thing about you. It would have been so easy to set up Bobby Lashley versus John Morrison at Fastlane. And, and so John Morrison gets, gets bumped from Fastlane, doesn't get his match at Fastlane. Now he's not getting the match at WrestleMania either. Like, I feel bad for Johnny Nitro Morrison Mundo. Like, I just do, mm -hmm. because... Yeah. Uh, he's a hell of a performer, and this is, he knew what he was getting into when he came back. But, like, let's give John he, – he had the match last year at WrestleMania. He was in the ladder match, um, the, the three-way ladder match with three singles wrestlers for a tag title. COVID, it's okay. But, I mean, 
John John's a stand up guy. He 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 took a step aside and then he got bumped for fast lane. He got fast lane. Oh, I'm not lane. Lane up for fast You're trying lane. really hard. He got fast laned. That now that's an end. It's a verb. Just, he got I'm fast laned. I'm, I'm connecting some dots with Joey Styles. Yes, I know. Backlash. Backlash. I got bumped from Fastlane. I don't think he got bumped from Fastlane because I don't think that was ever the thing. But and that's the other thing. Bob's probably going to lose at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a good chance Bob's not leaving Raymond James Stadium with that belt. Instead, he's going to leave. Instead, that belt's going to leave off with the largest Smurf in the world with that stupid ass blue face paint on in Drew McIntyre. That. Looked awesome the in the entrance. Fans loved it. It it looked great in the entrance. Not so great during the match. Like yes. during during yes. the match, I'm like, is he? Does he have something around his neck that's too tight? Like, what's going on here with with Drew McIntyre? Do we need to rescue Drew McIntyre? What what what's going on? He didn't he didn't get the good sting face paint. No, no, he didn't. You know the, Ooh, the, the, the face one. paint just flakes off. No, I think it was actually like the same makeup artist that works on you know the the, the female wrestlers probably did his face paint. And it wasn't really face paint at all. And it's okay though. It wearing off during the match was good. And, and I just, it just wasn't a good look, but I, I give Bob a title defense, a fast lane. Like, come on, man. Like seriously, he, he's going to lose at WrestleMania. Let him get a title a pay-per-view title defense. People waited so long for Bob to be champion. It happened so fast. Like let's bask in that glory. And, and there's going to be so much outrage when he loses. There shouldn't be because everybody it, should know. There shouldn't be, but you know how people are. No, do. don't don't do the. It shouldn't be. You know how fans are. But I, there still sh- it still shouldn't be. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you know. I do know. I mean, we already kind of predicted this was going to happen even before we knew Bobby Lashley. Or sorry, Bob uh, Tom, was grown up. Bob. Bob uh, was going to get the belt. You know, I think we predicted it could have been Randy Orton or somebody else. But I think most fans knew that Drew was going to lose the belt so he could win it back at WrestleMania. So he could get that win that he that in front of a crowd that he was supposed to. So but I see exactly what Patrick means as far as people are going to be upset because it's happening against Bobby. Sorry, Bob Lashley. Uh, and you know, after they made such a big deal of him getting this opportunity after 16 years and all of that, that he's just going to lose it, uh, you know, a month and a half later or, or a little bit longer than that, two months later. I mean, um, it's longer than the Miz's last reign, so you know, yeah, that going for. but no one cares about that. Fans, Miz. Yeah, nobody, everyone well, was like, sounds like that sounds and, about right, and 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 we it's because we all know what because here's the other thing is I think that we know what a title reign means to Miz and Miz's character and just the and just persona of the and Miz. Just, just Mike Miz and its career in life, in all right. honesty. Versus Lashley, where like you said, Miranda, they they really built this up as this big deal. Fans took it very it was it was yeah it was very similar to when Kofi mm-hmm. you know got his belt. He like you know maybe not quite as emotional because you know, you didn't do quite the same reveal like, you, you know, with Xavier Woods basically in tears in the ring. I mean, he was more, he was almost more emotional than Kofi over the whole thing and the fans were there to eat it up. And, and I think there's probably a fear from that fan base that this could be the end of the world title road for Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Bar, sorry, Bob, Steve, and I did it. Um, shame on me. 
And I think that that's where that outrage might come from is that this guy, it'll, it'll be viewed as a tokenist title reign. Well, let, and I'm going to, I'm going to just jump Bob. in. I'm going to table that topic because Bob deserves his own topic for a different show and about sure. his title reign yeah. as we embark upon the road to WrestleMania. And I think Bob can, we, we can, that's a whole, we can do more on that than this one off that just came up in conversation. So instead, let's go to commercial. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. The babyface heel of the week is our time to take a look at one of wrestling's most famous or infamous personalities from yesterday or today and decide how they were or are better as a babyface or as a heel. This week's Babyface Heel of the Week has just been recently revealed as facing and defending her Raw Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, and that is multi-time women's champion Asuka. Miranda, we will start with you. How is Asuka better, as a babyface or as a heel? Yes. When looking at her career in NXT, I feel like that was the, the prime. I mean, she is the longest reigning NXT women's champion, didn't lose it, um, ended up vacating it. I mean, the streak was something of, of legend, um, and it still will be in the, in the history books. A lot of that was when she was a heel, and I feel like that was really her best work. Um that transition from NXT to Raw, you know, you do have to see how that transition from, you know, the brand of NXT to something more mainstream, people's characters evolve. And we did have that kind of mean, aggressive, legendary Asuka for quite some time, but then LOL, Charlotte wins. And, you know, you kind of had to figure out what was next for Asuka. And there was some great teaming with her. I think she was able to show more of her personality and character um, variants on Raw, but it was never quite the same after that. And I feel like now her work as a baby face is just more comical and silly. And that's great as far as showing a range, but when you have been known as one of the most dominant women in in WWE history, really, it's hard to swing back to that. It's hard, it's hard to ever think of her in something different. So when I think about the best times for Asuka, the the most, you know, the biggest milestones, what she's going to be remembered the most, and what I thought too, some of her best matches were was when she was a heel. Patrick, what do you think? Yeah, I don't like life coach Oscar that that we that we saw in <laughs> that we've seen in recent months, and yeah, I don't care for happy to be here, Oscar. I do like kick you in the face and not feel bad about it, Oscar. And, and she's just she could be the dominant badass if the WWE wanted her to be that, and maybe even if she wanted to be that, like, I don't know what, again, I always think it's interesting. What does somebody else want out of a character? Um, but for me, she's much more compelling when she's just, you know, the, the baddest bitch in the room. And I don't even, she's, it's funny to call her a heel. She's just, she just, 
kicks your ass. Like, it's not even really like she's overly cheating or anything when she's a heel or that she's doing anything, you know, outside of every Asian person must missed. That is the rule. You must missed. And she's here's your missed Asian person. What's that? She, she she's done the miss too. So yeah, yeah, no, that's no, what I'm that's, saying. That's yeah, my that's point. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> yeah, outside the miss, um, because you're Asian and you must do the miss. Um, but it's still like that's the character that like I think people enjoy the most out of her. And so for me, I, I think I you know I agree with Miranda. It's tough as nails. Heel, heel, and I kind of mm-hmm. quote it. Oscar, I feel her people boo her because she's beating up good good guys, quote or her faces, but she's not really doing heel stuff. Well, and you don't have to do heel stuff to be a heel. Like there exactly. it makes no sense for Oscar to cheat. But it does make sense for her to mock her opponents. When she was on right. her record reign in NXT and she was gearing up towards matches against like Mickey James and when she had to defend her you know championship in a four way, she was cutting promos that were poolside. That were just basically like the whole "no one's ready for Oscar" was a heel catchphrase, yeah. and right. and definitely took off. And what's interesting is that if you asked her, she probably would want to be the babyface she is now, and and think she's it, and it's easy for her to play. But I think those of us would rather see her as a heel because I think she's a better performer as a heel, and and we need to be pushed. I think we're going to see more of that at WrestleMania in the Rhea Ripley match because I don't think comedy Oscar works in the rear no. risk Ripley program. Um, no. you know, and so I think then, and maybe Charlotte gets added, who knows, you know, LOL, Charlotte wins even over COVID, which I'm glad LOL, Charlotte wins when it comes to COVID, but you know, that'll be Charlotte will be back and she will be at WrestleMania unless they're really mad about the whole Andrade thing. Who knows? Tune into the hashtag Miranda show. If you want to hear more about that topic, but because Greg has thoughts, and I'm sure Miranda does too. But, um, the, but I agree with you guys. I, I'm heel all the way for me on Oscar. I think that that's the best Oscar is heel Oscar, and and I think that that there's no uh, no other way to go. So we're in agreement today, all three of us, so that the babyface heel of the week Oscar was better as a heel. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in. So one of the things that's come up with with the revelation of more matches at WrestleMania is that WWE is now announcing not just the matches at WrestleMania, but unlike last year, they're revealing which matches will take place on which nights of WrestleMania, which they did not do for WrestleMania 36. Now, I don't want to give give any thoughts yet and just kind of cut your guys' thoughts off. So we'll let Patrick, then Miranda, then myself go. Thoughts on WWE doing this? Do you like it while they're doing this? Whatever floats your boat since there's a pirate ship at WrestleMania 37 about WWE revealing ahead of time, which matches are on which nights of WrestleMania 37. I mean, for me, I like it. I think that it's funny. It's not like I'm going to skip it. So it's not really going to mess with my viewing of the show, but I do think that people want to know, like you want to know, you want to have an idea of, the card you're getting into, even if it's a card subject to change. Like when, when you would go to a show, there's always announced matches for that show. 
And it, you know, and it's like I said, it may say subject to change. Things may be a little bit different, but just having an idea of what you're settling in for for a Saturday or Sunday, for me, I think makes it a little bit easier for me to view. It's not like I really gear up for a wrestling show, but knowing what I'm getting, I think is nice. I don't know that it moves the needle with the core audience um, so much, but maybe those people who want to check out Bad Bunny but don't really care about the rest of the program. I think that might be interesting to see if, if those sorts of things actually move a needle on any level, because I don't, do you get, if you free trial premium on Peacock, do you get the pay-per-view stuff? I don't know. You know what I mean? I have no idea. Cause that, cause that would be a thing. Like if, cause if there's a someday free trial, are people going to do the free trial, free trial sign up? to watch what they want and, and see and impact that viewership. Would it add viewers in any way, shape or form? And, and you could see like what card performed better than quote unquote, better than the other. Like, I don't know. Like, I think it would, it, it would be interesting to see if that sort of data comes out publicly. Yeah. Who knows? Um, they didn't announce them last year and but last year, right. there were no fans this year. There are fans. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to impact ticket sales. I don't know. Miranda, what do you think about the fact that we're knowing what's going to take place which night at WrestleMania 37? I think my thought process is kind of two ways. I I do think that it may influence some fans on determining what night they want to purchase as far as the actual live fans and attendance. You know, some may really want, you know, they may have to choose if they can't afford to be there both nights. So they, they just want to pick you know, the one that, that suited best for them. Also, maybe some of it was planning. I think maybe because last year was more unexpected and, and it happened in a shorter time frame that I think there was an element of still figuring out which matches was going to be on which nights um, up to the last minute, where now it's already laid out and expected for quite some time. So, it you know, now they, they have a much better idea with more foresight as to which matches they want on, on which night. Um, and I feel like that's just, it's, it's something that fans were going to ask and want anyway. So I think it's more customary. Now the buildup is what is becoming shorter and shorter. And so in WrestleManias of, of yesteryear, we would know the, pretty much most of the card already, but over really the past few years, but really a good sign this year is that we're going to get stuff at the last minute. There's going to be matches outside of the marquees. So I feel like the big ones that they really want fans to know about that could influx decision-making with ticket sales and all that is already out there. But the stuff that is more filler that, you know, isn't going to influence, you know, that's what we'll still leave as a surprise. So I feel like it's a little, you know, half and half as far as what we know and what we don't know still. WrestleMania 35 matches were announced on Saturday. For WrestleMania 35, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was the hype bros versus the re- revival, but still, it was still wrestle matches, or I think it was Hawkins and Ryder at that point. The hype bros were done, but it was still matches being announced mm-hmm. leading up to WrestleMania, and that's just what they do nowadays because they it's that 360 degrees of marketing WWE uses TV, network, social media, other you know media outlets, news outlets. They they use it all to promote their product, and of course the hardcore fan base hates it because we want it to be revealed on television and built up, but it's not the business they're in anymore. So you two yawned. I'm not going to yawn. It's not going to work on me. I just want to point that out. So as I'm fighting back the urge to now yawn, I yawn, do it. I'm hoping that they don't announce every single match and what night they're going to be on. Okay. And this goes, you know, and, and 
the times that Derek had to fill in for you guys, he would complain whenever I'd put my promoter hat on. And Miranda knows this. I'm not a fan of announcing every single match on one of my events. I think there's value in not knowing who's coming through the curtain next. In fact, I was sending over to the guy who does our graphics for IZW matches, and I was like, wait, no, don't, don't, don't put that graphic together. Instead, just announce that these people are appearing and, and let the fans be surprised by, by what's happening because I just think there's excitement in that, not knowing who's coming out next, and, and that, to me, is, is fun. Um, I don't think you do that at WrestleMania. I don't think you have unannounced matches at a WrestleMania. But at the same time, I think there's some value in not knowing which matches you're going to get on which nights. But it's also interesting to see the matches they announced for Saturday. Bad Bunny's wrestling on Saturday. Drew McIntyre. So Bob Lashley's WrestleMania title defense, maybe the only one of his career, is on Saturday. And Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair is happening on a Saturday and could potentially main event Saturday night's WrestleMania. I feel like they're putting the hardcore fan-base-pleasing matches or the mainstream media-pleasing matches, like a Bad Bunny match, on Saturday night. And I don't know if that's because Sunday's the traditional night that everybody's going to watch WrestleMania and they're concerned, and so they want to put the the things that are a little bit not their normal fan base on Saturday just to make sure that everybody tunes in. I don't know, and, and I could be totally wrong. They could just be trying to balance out the card. Do you, do you think people are going to read into the Saturday show as an A A slash B show and Sunday the other way around? Hopefully we got beyond that last yes. year because the Boneyard match was night one's main event last year. So And people are still talking about that. I don't think so. To, uh, WrestleMania to me is big enough to where oh, if, absolutely. You, if you close yeah. out the event on both nights. But I'm talking as me, and I think all three of us are smart enough to realize that. Are there people in the IWC that Patrick Dowd hates that would do that? Absolutely. Absolutely there are. Yeah, there's 10 of them, and they voted 350 times for Pat McAfee to be Rookie of the Year in the Wrestling Observer Poll. They did. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's play like, Japan has multiple day pay-per-views. Or, mm-hmm. Well, pay-per-view is, yeah. yeah, night one, night two, Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I mean, that's, that's a thing that exists. So... I do think, actually, honestly, those fans probably won't look at it as an A and a B show because it's something that they are familiar with. Um, it's more the cynical American mm-hmm. fan, you know, that oh, doesn't yeah. that doesn't leave the country for their wrestling. I said this on the Tuesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. I think that Daniel Bryan should have to earn his way into the WrestleMania main event by wrestling somebody on just steal from WrestleMania thirty completely. Which everyone Copy knows paste. is, is right. just I finish the underdog story just again. Finish the underdog story. Do it again. It's 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 set up perfectly, right? He wrestles Jey Uso. If he wins, he gets in the match. If he loses, he doesn't. And of course, he wins. And of course, he gets in the match. And he probably wins by be, going over on Edge to keep Roman strong, and then Roman will just regain it. Who knows? Literally copying and pasting WrestleMania 30. Right. Why not? It worked for WrestleMania 37. <laughs> you want to give people the feel-good moment. It's still a COVID mania. You got fans in the in the stands. Do you really want to end it with a quote-unquote heel going out on top, or do you want to end it with? 25,000 people sounding like 75,000 people. Thanks to modern technology chanting. Yes. Over and over and over again. Only as long as there's a train noise that goes along with it. (laughs) (sighs) On that note, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the baby face heel podcast. If I had the train noise, I would play it, but I don't. We thank you for listening, of course, as always. Uh, We'll be back next week. 
Patrick O'Dowd of, you know, as I'm, I'm finishing up this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds myself, what did people miss on this week's edition of Bandwagon Nerds and what is the movie choice? And I know those two things are related, so. They are. So surprisingly longer than a normal episode, but yet shorter than what I thought it would be as we covered the Falcon and the Winter Soldier's first episode. We covered Zack Snyder's Justice League, which dropped on HBO Max. And then we gave our top 10 comedies of the 90s, which wrapped up the 90s project. So be sure to give that a listen if that's your thing. Uh, And then the nerd review is we are reviewing the aforementioned uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, where I am on a lonely island. As You sure are. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think it's a good, not great movie, but I think people are so desperate for an above par. I didn't ask you to do bandwagon nerds. I just asked you to tell us. (laughs) Oh, it it happened. You got it. Miranda Morales. By the way, Patrick O'Dowd, you can find him on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist. There is one in Patrick or the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Miranda Morales, what can people expect on the hashtag you show this week? Greg, you alluded to it already. We're going to be talking about the release of Andrade from his contract in WWE talk about uh, what it means and uh, what we may think of, you know, his future, where he may go next. And then also briefly talk about the lights out match from last week's main event of AEW between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker. I don't know if you know this, but she's a dentist. Yes. Just want to make sure everybody knows that she's a dentist. 100%. Hundred percent. She is a yes, really? Patrick Dowd. She is an actual MD, actual practicing dentist. She is. I hadn't heard that from Tony Schiavone like every five. Or Jim years. Ross. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> why I want to make sure everybody knows. It's a Miranda Morales is on Facebook and Instagram at the hashtag Miranda, not on Twitter because she is a Twitterless heroine. I am, of course, on all forms of social media at Chairshot Greg. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The website is thechairshot.com at Chairshot Media on those same forms of social media. Of course, this show and many others are part of the Chairshot Radio Network, including the aforementioned Chairshot Radio, which uh, Thursday, coming up for all of you listening, will be Head Trauma Thursday. If you didn't catch the Wednesday edition, go back and listen, where I surprise Miranda Morales with a topic that she doesn't even know is coming. And I will say this. It's wrestling-related, but not wrestling-related. That's what I will say about our short topic for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio. We thank you all for listening. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up one of your very own chair shot shirts. Miranda, by the way, ended the commercial this week with a brand-new phrase at the end of the commercial. I don't even know if you did it on purpose, but if you want a shirt, we got your back. That was, uh, that was some stuff that you said. You said yourself. Well done, yeah. Miranda Morales. Well done. Until next time, for Patrick O'Dowd, for Miranda Morales, my name is Greg DeMarco, reminding you to always use your head. <laughs> Everybody's gonna pay. Hello, everyone. Welcome 
to the greatest sports entertainment spectacular of all time. Welcome to WrestleMania! Hey folks, PC Tony here. Make sure you're checking out Mania Madness every Friday afternoon on TheChairShot.com. Christopher Platt and a rotating list of guests go through every WrestleMania one six-pack at a time. Check it out every Friday only on the Chairshot Radio Network. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.